What is up? I am Skyler. I'm Megan. And this is What the French Toast. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to What the French Toast, the podcast where Megan just woke up from a nap. I did. Hello. How you, how you doing? Uh, I'm okay. I'm just tired. I nice. had a busy weekend. Of so. course. How's, uh, how's, how's the man? He's good. Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten his permission yet to use his name on the podcast. All right, so now. We'll wait. Wait it out. Does he want to beat me up for what I said about the Dr. Phil thing? No, but he did say that he is going to be taking your chair. He did say that. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this, but on Friday, um, I went to his place after work. Okay. And then he had to get out and get his PC. His PC was being rebuilt, so we went to pick mm-hmm. it up. But while we were we were in Rockwall, while we were that, we stopped at my house so I could let Asher out because you couldn't let him out before you went to work, which means <laughs> he came to my house. He's met everybody, and he was like, yep, I'm going to be still in Skylar's spot. Damn. Like, <laughs> Well, I hate that it's come to this. Yeah, it's going to be a, a fight to the death. I got to fight him now. Shit. <laughs> but if you hear somebody else's voice on this podcast and it's not me, just know that I'm most likely hospitalized. No big deal. I've just lost the fight. Yeah, it was a fair fight, though, for sure. I don't think it was a fair fight. It would have been. I wouldn't have let it not be. Apparently, his arms are big. What do you mean? Whoever wins, wins because they they won the fight. I mean, it's fair. Fair fight. That's your definition of a fair fight. Yeah. We'll set some rules. We know. need new definitions of a fair fight. How tall is he? 5'11". No, I'm good. I'm fucking him up. We're okay. I thought he was like 6'4". I don't know why I thought he was so no. tall. We're good. I'm, I'm not worried about this. I've got to reach the size of his body. We're good. I guess we'll find out eventually. <laughs> it's coming real close, apparently. Watch me go in for a handshake and he just... I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Not what I thought we were doing. <laughs> Anyways, how's everything else been? Everything's good. Work's been super busy. You know, That's I don't fair. have anything exciting going on besides my dating life. So fair. You know, I'm excited for the warm weather. Okay. You know, that's it. That's the most exciting thing that I can say. I probably should have like drank some caffeine before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> how fair. how are things with you? I'm good. I mean, apart from getting ready to get beat up by this kid, man, I'm I'm feeling okay. Yeah. I'm I haven't slept in like 2 days, so I'm honestly really tired. You know like that that point where your mind is like you're having a hard time trying to form words and sentences. Mm-hmm. That's where I am at this particular point in time. Mm. I don't have that problem. Oh. I sleep a lot. You do so. sleep well. And I sleep well. So That's fair. Anyways, I'm doing good. Good. I I don't think there's anything interesting going on in my life at the moment. I've just been working a lot. Well, hopefully you can get some sleep tonight. This this will be be exhausting, this podcast episode, so don't worry. It's going to be so... No, I'm going to be good. Because I have (laughs) have some funny topics and I have some shit about a butterfly, which I'm still struggling on. You know how hard it was to find interesting things about a butterfly, Megan? I didn't do it on purpose necessarily, but like not not on purpose. I mean, it took me a minute to even come up with it. Also, Eric, Eric, uh, Eric, he he requested a podcast topic. Okay. okay, Eric Doyle, that's his last name. I was trying to think of it. Um, and I did the podcast topic. However, I'm not going to get to it this week. 
I'm going to get to it next week when I don't have to report on a butterfly topic. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to let you know that, my man, if you're listening. Uh, I think it's a great topic and I actually really enjoy doing research on it. I'm just not going to get to it today. Okay. Also, I would like to point out the Colorado and Avalanche and the Seattle Kraken are going to game seven tonight. And whoever wins moves on in the next round of the playoffs. You're going to make any fun predictions? I'm going to say, you know what? No, because every time I've predicted it, the Avs have lost. And we're playing in Colorado. So next week, I'm either going to be real happy or real sad. Okay. It's one of the two. We'll have to see what happens, I guess. I'm still riding the high of the Super Bowl win from the Chiefs. Okay. I'm still doing good? Yeah. Are you ready for these topics, Megan? Yeah, let's get started. Let's go. Yo, it's your friendly neighborhood, Skyler man, and Megan. Hi. Hi. Sorry to interrupt ourselves, but since you're here and you're listening, we appreciate you. Also, while you're here, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. And since you're leaving us a five-star review, go ahead and also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at WTFT Podcast. You could also find us on Facebook at What the French Toast Podcast. Or you can shoot us an email, wtftpod at gmail.com. We also would love to hear your opinions, so leave us a voice message. There's a link in our show notes. All right, Megan, Skyler, back to you. (laughs) Okay, Megan. So, this is my first topic. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty funny. Okay. It's strangest things that people bought from the internet, and then it's the reviews on it. Okay. It's the funniest reviews on it. You know I love me a good review. So, number one, coming in funny as fuck. Number one is glow-in-the-dark toilet paper, <laughs> okay? Okay. Which I, I did not know was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing, and I don't know why that would be something you would want, but okay. So, I kind of like the idea, right? Like, you get up in the middle of the night, you go to the bathroom, and you're like, damn, I don't even have to turn on the light. Toilet paper's just glowing. Like, we're good. Okay, fair. That's a good point. Um, I would assume that that's the reason. That and just, like, as a prank gift, I would assume are the reasons that glow-in-the-dark toilet sure. paper was created. But the price for glow-in-the-dark toilet paper is is rather not feasible. It's $11 a roll. Jeez. Yeah, it's expensive. So, yeah, it would have to be, like, a white elephant gag Absolutely. gift. Like, it's not something you're getting as a practical, I'm going to use this all the time type of thing. Absolutely. Um, pretty much all the reviews. So, going into, like, the funniest reviews left on this product, uh, most of the reviews started off with, I bought this product as a joke. I bought this product as a prank. Yada, yada, yada. Which is like, cool. But then I read this review. It's hilarious. Are you ready? Yeah. It says, I bought this as a fun novelty item and never intended using it. And then one day I was in the bathroom and I realized, oh shit, I was out of toilet paper. (laughs) And I did not feel like running downstairs to get more. So I glanced up at the glass shelf that I had put the -the glow-in-the-dark toilet paper on and decided that this was the time that I was going (laughs) to have to use the -the glow-in-the-dark toilet paper. So I used it. A couple things. One, not super comfortable. Two, Leaves a glow in the dark trail wherever you use it. You've got to be fucking kidding me. So serious. <laughs> That's so. I can't. <laughs> That's so. That's so fucking funny. It's the worst time. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> looking down and being like, "Why am I green?" That's fucking. That's well, awesome. your partner would have a good time finding your, you know. At, at night, <laughs> adult fun time. No, babe, yeah. I got this. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Goddamn. 
That's so funny. <laughs> Dude, I'm done. I'm was already... it a five-star review? Uh, it was three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't hate it, but he didn't love it. Was, it. Uh, it was a, it was a, she. Oh, she didn't hate it, but <laughs> yeah. she didn't love it. Dude, I'm just glad that she was. It was awesome. Anyway, are you ready for number two? Yeah. A yodeling pickle. What? So after looking this product up, I realized that this doesn't have a much of a practical aspect about it. And it's, it's. It's not really too much of anything unless you just want a yodeling pickle in your house. Sure. Um, but essentially, it's a pickle that's plastic. And when you press the button, it starts yodeling at you. That's it. It's okay. $15. Um, <laughs> kind of like my little screaming goat statue that I have. Like, it just sits on your desk and you can push the button to make the goat scream. Right. Okay. Or like the big mouse bath. Big bath, big, big mouth. Billy mouth, big bass. That's what did I? I don't, I don't think know. I said it right at all. Or is it big mouth, Billy bass? I don't know, but sure. I know everybody knows what we're talking about that fish. That yeah, hangs on most your wall. people, right? Yeah. Um, but the review. This isn't as funny, but it's still quite. It's still quite funny. It says, "I purchased this item for a, a white elephant gift for a Christmas party. I purchased this gift because of the product description." Now I'm gonna take a second. And I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate from the review and I'm just gonna read the product description. Okay. It is, and I quote Yodeling Pickle, a musical toy. Great gift for somebody that has everything except a Yodeling Pickle. Offers mindless entertainment, requires batteries. That's it. That's that's the I product buy it. review. Alright now. Going back to it. I'm gonna restart. Purchase this item for a white elephant Christmas party, and I purchased because of the product description. When I got the toy, I was extremely disappointed with the item due to the packaging and lack of description for what the item was. I had to use I had to use it for the party because I didn't have time to purchase anything else and return this item. When the person opened my gift at the party, they couldn't tell what it was other than a pickle. Kind of the point. <laughs> and then when they pressed the button, the pickle didn't make any noise. One of the people at the party even commented by saying is that it was a horrible gift. And everybody started laughing, and I was so embarrassed. One I would star. be, yeah, I would be embarrassed if my gift, if my gift from White Elephant got like people actively saying this was a terrible this is, gift. That's the point of a White Elephant gift party. Yeah, but actively saying it. This you know? is a, it's a, that's a compliment. You succeeded in the worst gift, which was the point of the night. Well, to be fair, for those of you who don't know what a White Elephant gift exchange is, it, it's pretty popular, at least in America. Yeah. Um, and basically, you like draw numbers, and then you can pick a gift, an unwrapped gift, or you can steal a gift from someone else. And it's kind of like this wraparound way of getting a random gift so that you don't have to buy gifts for every single person that's like coming to your, you know, party. Right. But everyone gets to participate. Everyone brings a gift that's playing, and then it, it's just like a little fun little game. And we usually do that on our big family Christmas. Right. So I got a D's nuts candle one year. Yeah, we're pretty familiar with with <laughs> the process of it, but yeah, I would be sad if someone was like that was absolutely the worst gift, mm. and not in like an, a funny way. <laughs> no, I well, here's my thing. This is what made me think that this review was kind of funny. Is it because because it, it said I bought the gift because of the description? Description: a musical toy, great gift for someone that has everything except yodeling pickle. Requires batteries, and then they got mad because they were like, when they pressed the button, it wouldn't play. Yeah, dipshit, because it tells you that it requires batteries. Oh, that went over my fucking head. Yeah. Dude. That went completely over my fucking head. <laughs> it tells you that it requires batteries. And also, I'm, I'm disappointed with the item due to the lack of the description. 
What do you mean lack of description? It described what it was. A pickle that when you push a button, it yodels. It doesn't offer any benefit to anyone. Well, my guess is it probably came in just like a package, like plastic, and that's what it is. It probably didn't say like yodeling pickle. They required a picture. It's like, it's it's kind of like a dressed up package. It's literally like a blue box with like clouds. And then in red letters, it says yodeling pickle. Like it's, mm. it's a, it's a. So it's, it's pretty a... obvious the pickle is supposed to do something. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Dumb. Anyway. All right. You ready for number three? Uh-huh. Lobster claw oven mitts. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. So it says, like, I mean, I don't know why I said it says, I feel like I don't need to explain this one mm-hmm. too much because they're lobster claw oven mitts. They're actually really cool looking. They sell for 1980, but this is the review that made me laugh the most. It said. I bought these for my son to compliment a lobster hat for a school parade. When they arrived, they had an, a little orange tint to them. And I was under the impression that lobsters used to be red, not orange. So, of course, I had to return them. But they wanted me to pay $5 for shipping. and I couldn't afford that. They were wrong for making them slightly orange. And I don't feel as though I should have to pay to return them. So, I had to buy red gloves at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> people get so irritated i feel like lobsters are different colors right like there's like darker colored lobsters like brown and there's like red and then maybe like if you look at the picture they're a little orange on the picture and also if you couldn't afford five dollars for shipping you shouldn't have paid twenty dollars for the oven mitts in the first place fair you know yeah i mean i lost my train of thought but but essentially like they're fucking lobster oven mitts. Like, <laughs> right. They're not going to look like an actual lobster claw. Right. I feel like they did the better of a job than the red gloves you bought from Probably. At least beyond. they looked like claws. Something, right? Jesus. This is number four. This is potentially... This one and the next one are some of my favorites. And I have a couple after this. Okay. But the couple after this, it's not, it's ne- It's just a review on, it's just funny reviews that I got from your mom. Cause she, okay. she like, anyway. So number four, it's a pillow with a face on. Uh, and I also think this is kind of cool. Don't need to explain it very much. It's a customizable pillow that you can import a picture to and have. <laughs> I just remembered this story for this and it made me laugh. It's that's what it is. It's a pillow. You can import a picture, customize it, and have your pillow okay. or whatever, right? A picture on the pillow. They sell for $14.99, which is not bad. No, not for a customized <laughs> face pillow. <laughs> they gave it one star. Okay. And I understand why. Okay, well, let's hear the review. All right. <clears throat> so to start this off, the pillow is a good size and it's very soft. However, when I customized the pillow on the website, it looked good and I was super happy with the finalized design. When I received the pillow, the entire back part of the design was missing, and I don't understand why, as there was plenty of room left on the pillow. This is only a problem because I got the gift as a present for my mom as her dog passed away, and it was a picture of her dog, but now I can't give her the pillow because only half of her dog is on the pillow. I just don't know why a company would send you half of a dog on a pillow and review. I would be traumatized. <laughs> the quality control on these items is not great. I wonder what half of the dog was made. It doesn't, the dog stops halfway through. It doesn't really matter, but it's just really shitty. Yeah. Okay. Number five. You know, the floor cleaning slippers. Um, 
So these are shoes. That, well, these are slippers, like mops that you put on your feet and you scoot around the house to clean up spills or to assist in mopping. It's another product. Like I think it's kind of a cool idea. If they work, it could be kind of fun and useful. They sell for $12.89 for a set of five of them. And the funniest review by far is this one. But before I read the review, let me just read the product design like label first, right? It literally says dust duster shoe slippers, put over your shoes and mop the house. Okay. One star. Okay. This is the review. These are not absorbent and they don't fit any of my mop heads. Not sure what brand of mop this was intended for. People are so fucking stupid. stupid I know. Like, just read the descriptions on Amazon. It's like, not. It's right there in the title. Like, what do you mean? All right. I have three. I have three more. These are just, these are just funny, funny things. All right. You know, those Bic pens that say like, cause Bic has like pens for her, which are just, okay. So this is, this is a five-star review and it's, it's for the Bic pens for her. It says, my husband has never allowed me to write as he doesn't want me touching men's pens. However, when I saw this product, I decided to buy it using my own money, of course. And so far, it's been amazing. Once I had learned to write, the feminine color and the grip side, which was more suited to my delicate little hands, has enabled me to vent thoughts about new recipe ideas, sewing and gardening. My husband is less pleased with this product as he believes it will lead to more independence and he hates the feminine tingling sensation when he touches the pens. <laughs> Along with the visions of fairies and rainbows, of course, whenever he gets when he picks it up. <laughs> See, people like this are the best. I love it. People. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I love. Whoever wrote that, if you're listening to this, thank you. All right. This is the picture. Do you pay very attention to the A? Yeah, I've seen this picture before. Okay, yeah, because your mom sent this to me the other day and then she sent it to the group chat. It says, one star. They're mad because it's a missing letter and it's the happy birthday balloons that you get. And it says, absolutely gutted. I've just sat down and blown up all the letters to find out that the D is missing, but it's been replaced with, with an extra A and it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow. And now I won't be able to decorate his plane. Not happy at all. <laughs> the funny, what makes this funny is there's a picture. They used the D <laughs> as the A in happy. <laughs> and you... <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It would be better if you could see the picture. Yeah, I'll post a picture on Instagram. All right, bet. This is the last one, I think. Yeah. All right. It's it's a banana cutter. Mm-hmm. And it says, what can I say about the 571B banana slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel, penicillin, or the iPhone? This is one of the greatest inventions of all time, and my husband and I would used to, used to argue constantly over who had to cut the day's banana slices. It's one of those chores that no one wants to do. You know, the old, I spent the entire day rearing our children. Maybe you can pitch in a little and cut these bananas. Or of course the you think I've had, you think I have the energy to slave over your damn bananas? I just worked a twelve hour shift and I have to come home to this. These are the things that can destroy an entire relationship. And it got to the point where our children could sense the tension. And the minute I heard our six year old girl in the bedroom reenacting our daily banana fights with her Barbie dolls, I knew we had to make a change. That's when I found the five seven one B banana slicer, and our marriage has never been healthier. And we've even. <laughs> We've even incorporated it into our lovemaking. So thanks, 571B Banana Slicer. Whoa, they've cut the banana, they've incorporated the banana slicer into their love life. I mean, it does look like a dick. Looks like painful, though, for either party. <laughs> it does have, yeah, what do they mean by that? It does have like edges on it. I mean, it cuts bananas, <laughs> and it's rather flat. 
Anyways. That's that's another topic, I guess. That's something that we don't need to concern ourselves with. All right, now. Anyways. Those are so great. Those are, that's my topic. Those are the reviews and the weirdest things that people have bought online. Those are great. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome, Megan. Okay, now my turn. Okay. Okay, yay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, I have a funny topic for us today. I know I sound very enthused, but it is funny. Okay, I'm here for it. Let's go. So... You know, I'm a millennial. Okay. And technically, you're a Gen Z. Okay. Based off of when you were born. Um, and apparently, Gen Z hates millennials. Well, that makes a sense, because I can't stand your ass, Megan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, just a quick recap. Millennials would be someone who was born between the years 1981 and 1996. Okay. And Gen Z would be someone who was born between 1997 and 2012. Okay. Okay. Okay, fair. And there are multiple things that Gen Z seems to hate about millennials. I have compiled a list and some funny tweets that didn't make it to the list, but, you know. Um, So, in no particular order, not only do they hate these things about us millennials, but they also seem to think that it makes us uncool. Yeah. No, you're pretty pretty old and uncool, so let's see. I'm fucking awesome. All right, now. Whatever. Um, so, in again, no particular order. All right, let's go. Number one would be that uh, millennials have endless 90s nostalgia. It's because we were alive. Honestly, I don't understand how 97... I, I Dude, I have 90s nostalgia. Like, last week when we were talking about, like, the old shows and shit, dude, I fucking missed that shit. I felt some type of way. One of the examples given is those, like, memes that are, like, only 90s kid remembers. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's got the, like, Microsoft Word, Word Art, <laughs> like the pop letters. I feel like that's dumb. If you're going to do that, then you might as well just make Gen Z just 2000s and up at that point. Um, the next thing, it's technically two things, but there's, like, the man presenting and female presenting. First one being um, man buns. <laughs> Gen Z hates that millennials use man buns, apparently. Okay. And so, parting your hair to the side. For like I like I do no no like I do where like my my part of my hair is not in the middle oh. it's like on the side of my head oh okay I see what you're saying mm-hmm. fuck off so that makes us uncool okay can I can I just jump into the millennial shit here real fast I don't want to be in Gen Z anymore I'm already <laughs> triggered the next thing is skinny jeans that millennials wear skinny jeans I will die in oh. my skinny jeans I, I don't understand like I own other types of jeans you know yeah but. Skinny jeans are the best. I don't understand why you'd want to wear any other type of jeans. I mean, I wear tighter jeans. I'm not sure I wouldn't classify them as skinny jeans, but... <laughs> okay. Apparently wearing skinny jeans makes me as a millennial uncool. Okay. Um, the next one is millennials using the crying laughing emoji. Apparently that emoji is outdated. Fuck it's them, it's right. outdated. They use it all the time. No, they use the other one that's like slanted. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> what list. What do you mean? But I, I wasn't wallowing enough in the fact that I'm old. So I went ahead and found some tweets, you know, that are from Gen Z making, <laughs> making fun of millennials. I'm a dude. I'm a millennial. I don't care. I do all of the above the millennials do. So like, I gotta be, I'm an old guy. What do you want? I always considered myself on the cusp, like, cause I was born in 1996. Sure. So like, I've always felt like I wasn't born early enough into the nineties. You know what I'm saying? But not late enough 
So I always felt like I was on the cusp. But now that I identify as old, you know what I'm saying? Who's with the what is the cancer culture? Is that Gen Z? I think it's both. But Gen Z per BuzzFeed, I read it on BuzzFeed, they do not want cancel culture either. So Gen Z doesn't. Mm-mm. So who's who? Who's over here fucking who created who made the cancel culture? It's those new people. It's those COVID annuals. Yeah, that. The COVID what what is that? What comes after Gen Z? Um, I don't know. Because they're all really young. Yeah. But who's over here doing if 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 Gen Z and millennials don't want cancel culture, who's cancel culturing? Just the combination of people ganging up against other people. Those are the people that I don't those are the people I have a problem with. Okay, well here's some funny tweets. Um millennials live in apartments because they're minimalists. Millennials aren't having kids because of a lifestyle choice. Millennials love gig work because of the flexibility. LOL, no, they are all just broke. Says the Gen Z who lives with his mother and father. Um, This one is, why do millennials think they're special? Everyone knows what a VHS tape is, buddy. Sit down. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. This one is from millennial. Okay. So it's kind of like a stab at Gen Z. I knew Gen Zs were coming after millennials when my cousin said, let me play a song from your time <laughs> and played panic at the disco no fucking way okay i'm done what <laughs> that's a good ass i love panic at the disco <laughs> here's another one i'm done i don't want to do this. yeah go ahead millennials love saying so i did a thing girl go reread harry potter and shut up <laughs> dude i hate reading that so i did a thing today you vacuumed your house, Carol. Shut up. You should have done that a week ago. Here's another one for the I did a thing. I hate when millennials say I did a thing. We get it, Ashley. You got highlights. Honestly. We get it, Ashley. Fuck off. Yeah. Here's another one. I hate when millennials are like, ooh, ooh I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a small bean. Shut up, Sarah. Just say you got bullied in high school and go on with your day like the rest of us. First of all, millennials <laughs> don't say ooh, ooh. No, right. we don't. <laughs> I've never met a human that said ooh-ooh that I've continued a conversation with, actually. <laughs> Unless it was, like, uh, ironically. Like, if they're saying it unironically, then that's when it's a problem. I used to date a girl that said that one time and I broke up with her. Fair. I'm I so would've. serious. One time. I was like, what'd you say? She started, like, and then I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Oh, I would have done the same thing. I'm on my way out. We were, on our, we were over anyway. Okay, here's another tweet. I hate when millennials tell me, oh, you wouldn't understand. You're too young. Like... Okay, Tiffany, just because I wasn't born or just because I was born in 1999, does that doesn't mean I don't know what an easy bake oven is. I know what a brownie that tastes that has been cooked by a light bulb tastes like. Don't insult me. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Just the end. That's all. Very short. Dude, I feel like I feel like why did those why did Megan, why did some of those irritate me? Some of them got to me. I was Yo. like, I might have said something like that. Like, you're too young to understand. I mean... When they're really only, like, a few years younger than me and probably did know what an Easy Bake Oven is. Could you imagine? What was what was before Millennials? Do you know that? Gen X? They hate, they hate all of us. I, I, I would just assume. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look that up. I don't know, man. Sam and I... Sam, Sam's a Gen oh, Z. Yeah. 
And we we text all the time and we use the regular little fucking laughy faces. But Sam has me as an older sister. So? So maybe that maybe that plays a part in it? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, we can all agree that the generational differences between people born in the 90s and early 2000s is definitely different than the people, not even early 2000s, just people born in the like late 80s or, and 90s. I feel like it's like a completely different world. We have, we have the people that use the regular laughy faces. We have the Gen Z who use the slanted laughy faces. Mm-hmm. We have your mom who tries to zoom up on Polaroids. <laughs> it's all over the place. It's all here. over the place. Yeah. All right, good topic, Megan. Let's go. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So, first of all, I would like to say I'm still irritated. You said fucking butterflies, Megan. You set me up to fail from the minute. I did not. That you said butterflies. I doubt it. I bet you, you did great. Do you know how difficult it is? Like, I was like, I can find a funny story. No, nobody ever has had a funny encounter with a butterfly. Ever. Okay. I feel like that's really general because someone I, might have. Except for like, well, they, they didn't, didn't post it on the internet. Because I feel like whenever I looked up stuff, it was all YouTube videos and pictures of dogs with butterflies on their nose, which were the cutest things, by the way. It was real sweet to yeah. see. And I did, f- so I can't go the funny route. I It was genuinely almost impossible for me to find anything on the funny route. I okay. tried. I spent like six hours trying to find funny butterfly shit and it wouldn't work out. Okay. But I got, <laughs> this, this is what I got, okay? Butterflies, an appropriate title. That's it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, this is so, so when it, so when a newborn baby caterpillar is born, for those of you that don't know, butterflies come from caterpillars, okay? Okay. When a newborn baby caterpillar is born, the first thing they do is they eat the eggshell that they were born out of to fill up its tiny little body. Okay. And then it needs to rest because it's going to molt. What molting is, oh, you ask? Oh, thanks for asking. I'll tell ya. It's basically just the shedding of the skin. So like what snakes do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem though is for caterpillars that the skin doesn't grow. So to grow to need like to, to, to shed its skin suit, it spins a pad of silk and then it attaches it to their hind legs. And then it kind of walks itself out, which is cool because like I didn't know caterpillars could make silk. I knew that they molted, but I didn't realize they had to do it that way. Yeah, they like spin a web of silk and then they walk out of their suit. It's kind of cool. Okay. Um, However, if they are disturbed while attached to the silk pad, they won't be able to finish the process, which is why they tell you never touch a caterpillar unless you see the caterpillar moving. Um, I've oh, never heard that in my life. Oh, I, I remember getting told that whenever I was whenever I was in like second grade, my teacher got a caterpillar and put it in like a terrarium and we mm-hmm. got to watch the process of the caterpillar do its thing and then getting like the chrysalis and form into a butterfly and mm-hmm. let it go, which is really cool. Uh, so I, I knew like some of this, but I didn't know all of this. Um, over the course of its life, the caterpillar will molt at least a total of five times altogether. Once the caterpillar is molted, it's going to eat the skin. So it leaves no traces to where they are. Caterpillars from the minute that they're born, they just eat, eat, eat all the time. They don't stop eating. Um, the process between the egg and the caterpillar is about 18 days. And then around the 18th day, the caterpillar, the caterpillar forms into a chrysalis which is the cocoon that it goes into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it crawls 
Yeah. So it usually it'll stay on the same plant or it tries to stay on the same plant. So it'll move from the host plant into some pretty much hidden location. So a predator won't find them. And then from chrysalis to butterfly, the transformation takes about two weeks. Um, what I've always wanted to know is what happens inside the chrysalis. How does the fucking caterpillar go from that shit to a butterfly? Yeah, I think I've heard what that is, but I'm excited. Do you have information? On I that? have a little bit. Okay. Um, so for the first three or four days, the chrysalis is just essentially a, a little bag with fluid inside. The cells of the caterpillar use the fluid to grow therefore making the ability for it to have a new body. But the first, yeah, the first three or four days, essentially the caterpillar's body is completely unchanged. But then around the fifth day, the underneath skin of the caterpillar starts transforming into wings. And then right before it sheds its skin for the last time around the second week, the wings will completely be ready to form. Okay. So essentially the skin on the outside of the caterpillar will just deteriorate showing the wings that it formed inside the caterpillar which is kind of weird and also kind of cool um i'm glad i'm not a butterfly yeah no that doesn't sound great uh but then the chrysalis loses nearly half of its weight in total because of the entire metamorphosis it consumes the energy of the chrysalis which is kind of cool um Again, the process usually takes about two weeks, but if it's colder outside, uh, then the butterfly will enter into a phase called diapause, which is essentially hibernation for the butterfly, and it won't continue the process until it warms up. Okay. Therefore, the process could take up to a couple of months. Also, the mouth parts of the butterfly will transform into the suction cups. Wait. The mouth parts of the caterpillar. The, yeah, the mouth parts mm-hmm. of the, ca- the caterpillar transform into like the suction cups for the mm-hmm. caterpillars chew, butterflies suck. It's weird. I, I think that's what they said. Yeah. Um, the fluid from so then the butterfly eventually will emerge from the chrysalis after about two weeks. Fluid from the abdomen of the butterfly is pumped onto the wings to expand the wings and that that process takes a good bit and then the, the butterfly needs to dry its wings that's why like sometimes if you watch you'll see butterflies like sitting there with their wings out uh once it's finished the butterfly will yeah so he'll hang there or he'll stay there for a little while i said that with an accent didn't i yeah you did damn i'm getting texting over here this is a pretty <laughs> cool thing if you've ever wa- oh here's another thing if you ever want to tell if a butterfly is a male or a female males have two black dots on the bottom of their wings the females won't is that, are the, is that specific to monarchs? Yeah. Okay. Monarchs, yeah. Oh, there are like over a ton, there are a ton of different species of butterflies. Yeah. Like over a hundred. Yeah, I knew that. That's crazy. Uh, unfortunately, the butterfly's lifespan is like a week. So imagine going through this whole process just to live for a week. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that sucks. They do like that big, the great monarch migration, you know, like when they go yeah. to, down to that specific spot in Mexico. And they basically take their whole life to do that. They said here that the butterfly's lifespan is a week. Yeah, I believe that. I'm just oh, saying, like, saying. they when they do the monarch mar- <laughs> migration, they're going from other places, like, that they're born at. And then flying. And then flying from that place to Mexico. Imagine that. Getting to your destination and then dying. Yeah. Ah, that would suck. I'm glad I'm not a butterfly. That's yeah. kind of sad. I didn't know those things. I mean, I, 
that was it. That's my topic. Um, oh, here's something that's pretty cool. This is probably the most interesting thing. I didn't know this. Apparently, if a butterfly lingers around you or it lands on you, then that is supposed to symbolize that a loved one that has passed away is saying hello. Interesting. I always heard it was just good luck. Well, that's what I know. Yeah, there's like a book about it. Apparently, yeah, like a butterfly landing on you is supposed to uh, is supposed to indicate like a supernatural, like a loved one is watching over you okay. or a loved one misses you or well, just said, say hi. Yeah, I guess that could be considered good luck. Yeah. But that's it, man. That's my freaking topic on butterflies. That's That was it. I don't, oh, damn it. I feel bad because I feel like I let them down. I don't think so. I learned something. I hope you guys learned something about butterflies, even though it's probably irrelevant. You'll never have to use it. I hope they're sitting in a bar and somebody's like, yeah, butterflies live for years. And you're like, no, they don't. Fucking a week. Skylar said it on what the French toast. Yeah, I hope so. Do it. If that comes up, do, do it. it. It's going to help you in your Tuesday night bar trivia. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's, ooh, that's a fair point. Yeah, it's going to help you. Let's go. How long is a butterfly in the chrys- chrysalis? About two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Where do their wings form? Inside their little bodies. Yep. Where do the monarchs go for their migration? Mexico. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. True or false? Butterflies have chewing bits on their mouth. <laughs> I don't know how to word that. Well, it's false. It's false because they they suck. Butter. They have suction cups. I think that their actual anatomy has an actual name for those body parts. I'm sure but they cr- do, but I don't know it because I didn't get that far. All right? Okay. Well, it's been a short episode this week. Oh, man. Hey. uh, But I need my challenge. All right. Listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to continue to do these stupid topics. You started it. No, I know. But I didn't give hippos was okay. Pablo Escobar had cocaine hippos. That's way more interesting than this butterfly shit. I I was under pressure. I should have prepared myself. Okay. Fair enough, Megan. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Well, what's my challenge? Your topic that you have to either do something funny or interesting. Uh huh. Tylenol murders. Okay. Well, there's no way to make that funny. Oh, there is. It wouldn't just purely be frowned upon. Well, I guess we'll see. But I feel like you haven't heard about that. And I actually was listening to another, I was actually listening to Crime Junkie earlier. Uh, And they were talking about the Tylenol murders. And on like an old episode Mm -hmm. and I was like, that's actually kind of interesting. And then I was like, dude, Megan would enjoy this topic. So my, my genuine plan was to call you and to be like, yo, Megan, put this, let's talk about these. No, I was going to call you and like, talk to you about it. Like, yo, let's have you heard about the Tylenol murders. And then I was going to tell you. And then I was like, or I could just let her do the research and see what else she finds. Mm -hmm. And that way we can have like a genuine cool conversation about it next week because I know about it too. Okay. Well then, yeah. We'll have a, we'll have a, a little tete-a-tete or whatever it's called. What the fuck did you just say? I don't know. It's something <laughs> I heard on TV. All right, now. Uh, it's probably not even the right word for it. It's not English, so I don't know what it means. But Anyways, guys, yeah, it was a short episode, but it was a, I feel like it was a pretty cool little episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Kind of low-key, you know, just hanging out. You could have been worse. You could have said pineapples last week. I could have. All right, guys. Hope you have a great day. I'm going to see you guys next week. I don't know where Megan's going to be. I've decided I want a new podcast host, too. If she's going to go do podcasting with her dude, dude, and I have to find a new host to do my podcast with. 
Okay. I call the French toast. I got dibs on the French toast part of the podcast. You guys just have to be called the what? The. Okay. <laughs> that might have been the better deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that offended by that, but okay. Could you? Hey, have you listened to the French toast podcast? Are they talking about French toast? No. That name's already taken, so. That is true. Uh, there's some kids, dude. I don't even know. They've got one episode, and it's literally them going, but doing, and that's the whole episode. It's got like a hundred views. I'm like, how? All right. Who's their target audience? Kids. Not us. But doing. <laughs> Instant viralness. Let's go. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. My friends, that has been the episode. We appreciate you coming out and spending time with us today. If you have enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us a follow. You can follow us on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else that you find your podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at WTFT Podcast. We're also on Facebook at What the French Toast Podcast. And you can email us your stories, topics, or opinions at WTFTPod at gmail.com. I'm Skylar. I'm Megan. And this has been What the French Toast.